Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. This new player has joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love We're them. talking about our uh, favorite metal. Yeah. 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 Talking yeah. about our favorite metal. It's titanium. Titanium. Iron. Metal. It says. Or first Yes. Oh god, this is this, this is, is not real. Going well. We're talking about Medal of Honor Underground <laughs> or the Medal of Honor series in general. I yeah, guess. we were talking about World War II. We were talking about the first person shooter games around them and man. We didn't really talk solely about, you know, how okay it is to like have game like I'm not trying to stop but, games from this playing, but like obviously that weird thing of just like killing lots of people that existed. Oh yeah. We don't really touch on it that much. We kind of touch on it. We kind of touch on we it. Just, touch it's on it's it. complicated to make first-person shooters about about actual world events, but World War II is kind of the one where we get away with it because it's the most clear-cut good versus evil. Yeah, it is, but it's hilarious to think that there was a time that your great-grandfather could have came downstairs and you're playing his uh, PTSD, the video oh, game. Oh, God, that is terrifying. That is just a very weird... Confession. Man, what an interesting note to start the episode Let's on. Let's do this. <laughs> this is New Players Join. We're jumping uh, in. We were doing one. bits without even recording. Yeah, we were doing bits. We were then. doing bits. We'll never tell you about it. We'll never We're tell you on. about. Uh, what's what's up? Jesse's playing Final Fantasy. I, I I forgot that there's um. So one of the last hunts in this game is mm-hmm. you have to find a legendary sword master, and it's Gilgamesh. And why is that name familiar? It's in like every Final Fantasy. There's there's a few Final Fantasy running jokes mm-hmm. like Bahamut and Gilgamesh are in a lot. Ragnarok is in there a lot as a weapon. Gilgamesh is supposed to be like I'm the best sword master in the world, and so okay. he shows up and he's got like four arms and four huge katanas and every time you fight him and they make him like a doofus right like he comes in for this huge landing trips and falls almost like falls to his death okay and then recovers but every time you get him down to a certain level of health he takes out a new sword yeah and in order he takes out cloud's buster sword oh cool he takes out um, uh What's that? Gunblade? Yep, he takes out the gunblade. Uh, he takes out Titus's Brotherhood sword. Oh, cool. And then he ti- he takes out uh, Zidane or Zidane's uh, dagger from nine. Okay. So he just fights you with all the most famous. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And also the fan theories. Like, oh my God, are they all connected? Yeah. Is this person the one that connects to all worlds? Also, did he kill all those he, Apparently he killed apparently all those he people. All their swords. He killed Cloud. Or were they like, yeah, I got, I got these better swords. Or so maybe they just died of old age. Because we throw the buster away. We don't talk yeah. about it. We just, it's in you the, never use the buster use sword the buster ever, again. ever again. Like after the first hour or whatever. You yeah. don't use the no, buster you, sword anymore. I mean, once you've got hard edge, we're never going back moved on yeah you've moved on you've gone to greener pastures yeah <laughs> so yeah i'm playing all the final fantasy 12 end game i'm at like the very last portion of it and it is god damn this game is so i was talking to you about it yeah it's so poorly paced and how it gives out its cool stuff right because the end game is where everything cool happens well first off vaughn is not interesting Vaughn as a character is not interesting. Though. And that's who you think you're supposed to follow with your brain. Yeah. I think the most interesting character is Fran. You're right. Who's like the outcast of her village. Who's like, you're all stuck in your Luddite ways, and I went out into the real world. She has the most personality because she's chosen a personality. That's yes. why she has the most personality. Yeah, the rest of them don't have one. personalities. Uh, Vaughn and Pinello's personalities are, we're kids. Ash's, Ash's personality is like, 
I'm uh, I'm a ruler, a would be queen, and I'm mad at the empire that took my husband away. And right, that's valid. And Balthier's uh, personality is his choice of way of talking. Balthier is Han Solo, but he's not. He's he, he starts actually. He's not by, cool enough. No, he's not. He doesn't have Han Solo has lines. I'm yeah. saying if you just like are attractive and you're like this is how I talk, and like, you're Han Solo. I'm like no, you're just a cliche bullshit <laughs> pirate fan whatever he's, boy they're trying to make it cool and you're not his his backstory once you get into it is very cool because he's the <clears throat> he's the villain's son but let's go back to why seven and eight and yeah all these games i mean are better. Characters it's immediate are, yeah it's immediate you know who this person is and what their deal is or whatever yeah. zell and eight they're like shut up you talk so much. Yeah. You have like ADD. Shut up. Shut up, dude. That's going to be your thing. Right. Shut and up. And it's like everyone's story and their characters and all this stuff is yeah. like immediate. And then like this game is like, you get to win. It's good. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, no. It's too no. much. It's that television show where they're like, seasons one and two are shit, but season shit. three is great. It's I like, hate, I can't. It's not a I good show then. That's why you watched Hannibal and I yeah. couldn't do it because people were like, try. They're like, season one, you might hate it. Like, they're yeah. telling me, like, it feels like CSI. You'll be like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. And then it gets really good. And I'm like, just even that it takes me out of it. I don't the, even want to do it. The last scene in Hannibal, right. I was like, this was worth it. Right. But season one, I was like, this is bad. Season two, was, <laughs> I was, it's not bad. It's just like, it's CBS I was, good. I was like, is that Kids in the Hall, Scott Thompson? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Same kind of deal. Just, you know. Oh, boy. D- uh, what's the the old Broadway saying? Don't what? bore us. Get to the chorus. Yeah. Just get to it. Get to, that's, get that's to the kind shit. Of, that's good. That's kind of what this game, what that show feel like. But I'm at the end, and the stuff is... It's cool. It's challenging. I'm telling you, it looks cool. Fuck, it's challenging. Dude. It's interesting. It's driving me nuts at it's times. Driving Jesse nuts. I have all. I'm getting all the espers, which are like the summons that it's you get. Level 96, 84, and 91. Yep. And then I've you got. You used Fran more than the main character. Yeah. Well, I also have a thing on on Fran where Fran, she gets sorry. double, or I don't know, where she gets double the uh, the experience. Okay, that makes I, more sense. Here's a fun thing that I did in this game. What? Ash, who's yeah. now level 58. Right. That took me about uh, 20 minutes to get her to from 58? level 18 to 58. Wow. Because I gave her the thing that doubles her experience. Right. And I you're went, with all the late stage monsters yep. and shit. Went to the, like, the highest level place where they spawn instantly. Right. Fran has a weapon that just knocks them out instantly. I'm at four times the speed. Right. I wanted to see how many times I can get the level up music in a row. Right so often mm-hmm. that it only played it every third time. <laughs> oh, I couldn't keep up. Like 30 seconds, and I leveled up 10 levels. Oh, it's fun to break the game like that. Yeah. That's fun. So it's, there's a bunch of game-breaking mechanics that I've been working in here, and it's been a, it's been a good time. I've been enjoying it. He's so playing. that's what I've been doing. He's doing it. He's doing Are it. you playing anything? I'm still playing Valheim. Yep. Uh, not as frequently as I was. I might hit up Mike. The game... The game is so much fun, and I'm realizing I would have a ton of fun playing with other people, too. Like, it's, yeah. it encourages you to play with your friends. And I was playing Steam last night, or I was playing on Steam, and then Mike jumped on, like, an hour and a half after I'd been playing it. Yes, And by like, that point, I was like... Cause not the time. You create your own world and everything and stuff, so he has his own world. So it's that point where I'm like, okay, one of us is going to have to go to the other place's world. It's already, like, 11 p.m., yeah. He, it was, I was just like, I don't have the energy, so I'll probably hit him up and play it. Uh, but I sailed for the first time, and you have to like legitimately like sail. Yeah. And the music, 
The music in this game, I think, is really why like it keeps me engaged. It has different music for every little thing you're doing, every part, and it's yeah. just like it's dynamic, and classic. It's, it's great. It's very woodsy or what have you, and all the stuff that pops out, all the new things you discover. It's like a very good gradually gradual game of like learning things and how you learn and what you do and like when you explore something and do something you're rewarded yeah for it and it's just not like here's all your stuff like minecraft is like here's all the shit figure it out or whatever mm-hmm. and this is kind of like you're stranded so it's like the realism part of like get your shit together here's how you make a bow yeah, and then you can figure yeah. out how to get copper ore and then we'll slowly give you like smelting and there like you go. things like that so i'm having fun with it it's the fastest like most popular survival game steam's ever had really like it went from like nobody plays it to two million people okay damn so they hit on something big yeah this is a game that i think people are enjoying because it's what sucks about these games is early access and what happens with daisy and happens with like a lot of these games is that there isn't an end point like daisy's been an alpha and all these games have been an alpha Alpha meaning, like, this is the beginning stage of the game. Yeah. They've been in alpha for 10 fucking years while they've been making millions of dollars. Right. So the game gets better, and they're constantly updating it. But there is, like, a cliche, like, oh, so when are you guys going to give up on this game? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's not going to be, like, an end point or whatever. But in my head, I'm like, if people are playing with this... Or if people are playing a video game right now during the pandemic, and all the depression, all the shit, if you're able to play a game with your friends for longer than, like, three or four hours... It's a pretty fucking good game. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, Anything so that can too. take your time away and get you engaged or whatever. That's like you success. played Fall Guys for a second and you're like, this is fun. Dude, and then immediately I was, was so like over it. And then got over it. And this game where people are like, oh, we can go build our fort here. We can go yeah. build our houses. And then we can go look for these giant because there's giant trolls who are like titans that you fight in the game now. Okay. And then like I told you before, you fight like actual gods. Yeah. So I fought like a deer god that like shot lightning out of its like antlers right. and shit. Right, you told me about that So they're, like, the, and it's like heavy metal music. So I'm like, oh, if I play this with friends, we all got bows and we're all running out and like fighting these giant monsters together. And I'm like, oh, this is like... It's gonna be so fun. This is cool and this is a fun game. Um, But we're not talking about elves. Hey, unless everybody. they are in what I welcome to new players joining the podcast about the video games. People love why, why they love them. You'll understand why that the joke elf was thing. funny to me and why there might not be elves here. <laughs> I because I have no idea what game we're talking. No, about. I I got I haven't I haven't uh, written an episode out or done anything for I uh, probably I don't know. Well, how long has it been? For uh, just you writing it out and doing something for yeah, it? Yeah, I have no concept of time anymore. I don't know how long a month ago was, how long a week ago we, was. I mean, I mean, you could tell me a week and a month, and I'd punch you. Yeah. I'd punch you right in your friggin' face. Yeah. I, I don't have don't. any concept of time. I, I love that you said friggin' face. Like, we chose friggin', the... When, when somebody picks face. one time to yeah. not swear, and I've done it before, it's so funny to It's because I'm yelling at my fans. Gotcha. If I'm even in a joking way, I can't. Gotcha. Like, you can't just. Be I like, can't go fuck in. You. Yeah, I can't really be like "fuck you, idiots" or yeah. whatever. I'm like, all right, even like, even jokingly, even jokingly, I don't even feel good about it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll punch you in your friggin' noggins. Okay, there you go. There, um, you punch me in my friggin' noggins. No, this, you, you fucking jabroni. This is a game I don't think we've talked about. It's a popular game series and okay. it has popular events in it. So I woke up and I'm like, fuck it. I want to talk about this game. Keith. So the game we're talking about today is called Medal of Honor Underground. Oh, okay. So uh, this is a game based on World War II and it's off of the famous video game series Medal of Honor. This right. is the second one that came out. Um, this was the first World War II game I had on my PlayStation 1. My friend introduced me to it. 
I had an N64 and I had a hockey friend who introduced me to PlayStation. And he's like, yo, do you know what Medal of Honor is? I was like, no. He's like, do you know what Silent Hill is? I was like, no, I know what like Resident Evil is. And he's like, dude, like it was like this thing of like, <laughs> I got to show you these games, like or whatever. There's Even something very funny about, do you know what Medal of Honor is? Nah. Do you know what Silent Hill is? Nah. It's just like, I don't Hey man, you ever seen Die Hard? I haven't. Well, what about Schindler's List? Those are <laughs> drastically different movies you're talking about. But in like, do you know these are the popular games yeah. that I'm playing? And I'm like, yeah, those are way different. Um, uh, to go to the story of what Metal on Metal of Honor is, um, Steven Spielberg. Okay, here we I go. Mean, it's World War II, so yeah. So okay, that's what you're. But you know, this is why. This is the shit that cracks me up, because we talked about E.T. before. Remember, we mm -hmm. talked about Spielberg's like, hey, we're going to make E.T. video game. He went, I don't give a shit. And yeah, they, like, made it or he whatever. He was like, I thought it was going to be, like, Pac-Man. This cracks, like, I'm not critiquing his movies, even though I think a lot of them just don't age that well, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, I'm not going to try to defend no. racism in Indiana Jones. But I'm also, <laughs> like, to hear some of the stories of his pitch meetings where he's made tons of money, where he's like, I don't know, or I don't care, or walked in and yeah. said two things and then fucking left, and then makes people are like, ah, look how great this guy is. <laughs> this uh, this guy was like, went to DreamWorks, because DreamWorks started getting into video games. They were working with EA at the time. Okay. And Steven Spielberg goes... Golden eyes, big. I like World War II. Figure it out. <laughs> like, That's what? so funny. He's like, I didn't even know what Golden Eye was until my kid was like, Dad, Golden Eye. I was gonna say, there's. He's no like, way I, he's he like, knows. I don't play video games. He's like, I don't know, I don't know about any of this shit. And he's just like, my kid plays this game. World War II is big. I like it. Go figure it out. Go I, make it happen. I just, just imagine if Steven Spielberg like was the 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 owner or the CEO of McDonald's, and he walked and he was like iPhones are big. I like cheeseburgers. Figure it out. And he left. <laughs> That's all he's doing. Just taking two things and mash them together. I don't know. Fucking, I don't, I don't know, bro. Market. Like, I fucking, like mashed just... potatoes. Streets are mostly smooth. Figure it out. Um, so this game is... Uh, well, even just going more to the Medal of Honor series. The Medal of Honor games were so much fun. I had a blast with them. I played... They were, they were Call of Duty before Call of Duty right. came out. And even much so that the games of Call of Duty were made by people who left Medal of Honor because they hated working for EA. I love the cycle this of is, gaming. Of course. It just doesn't stop. And so it's these the guys. the circle of no life. They made Call of Duty, and Call of Duty was such a freaking huge leap for first yeah. person, at least World War II games and things like yeah. that. Um, and it was mental. It was like they took the Medal of Honor games and were like, we're going to put you in your place. Like these games. <laughs> these aren't good games. We're going to smack you down real yeah, quick. Yeah, like these are pretty crappy games. Yeah. Um, and what's fascinating about this game, because Medal of Honor Underground is about a uh, French Resistance member who's based on a real person, Elaine. Bon I can't pronounce her. Helene Deschamps Adams, uh, real life members of the OSS during World War II. The OSS. Yeah, so the OSS was our CIA before we created the CIA. Oh, okay. We never needed to have like, hey, what's Germany doing? Right. What's going on through the heads of, it's 1940 isn't that far from the 1800s. Mm -hmm. There's no like, there's no, how do we use technology to spy yeah, on like, these people? There's no, you don't, the artillery or whatever, cars, nothing's invented. Nobody thinks about this shit. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? Like, Sorry, just, it's 1938 and somebody's like, where do you want to go? How do you go anywhere? Nothing's invented yet. 
We haven't invented all the things we will and, soon invent. But this is why we people are probably like, that's preposterous. Well, look who's in Congress now and how old they are. Ask yeah. them how the fucking internet works. Yeah. Not one person could fucking answer it. So, of course, people in the 1920s and 30s didn't really have like, hey, let's go steal technology from this place or that. It's not really in their fucking heads. By the way, go back uh, 10 years to the dude who was the head of the congressional's, like, technology committee whatever and he described the internet as a series of tubes and if you stick too much things in them they get clogged yeah (laughs) (laughs) he said that on the congressional floor (laughs) anyway so this uh this game you you are an underground resistance member and what it is you start out like in france in your little town and you have like a pistol or whatever but it's very indiana jonesy too okay because it's not like uh, Call of Duty and Medal of Honor. It's like, you're a soldier. Go fight with your... This is like... You, it's kind of like James Bond. It's kind of like Goldeneye in that way, but it's all like set in World War II. And the things that made Medal of Honor special, not realizing like how important a menu looks, how... Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, 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 the interface of it. Setting like the tone of like how this feels mm-hmm. or whatever. Cause when you turn on a medal of honor game, you're in an underground bunker and it's not just like new game, load game options or whatever. And that's it. This is like a giant room and all the options are all around the room okay. while there's a person cleaning their gun. Yeah. So just jumping into sets just you there. sets you there immediately. I love that. And then going into the game immediately of like, all right, before the even game starts, Here's what happened in World War II. Mm-hmm. Here's what the Germans are doing. Here's what's going on in France. You are a resistance member. We're going to like do a fake uh, brief with you. We're going to have like an underground where we show you slides and who you are and what That's you're going to really do cool. and all this sort of shit. And then you jump in. And uh, if you look at the game now, you're going to be like, this game is creepy as fuck. Okay. Because you realize with a lot of games, you can't load very many things. You can't be having like 20 characters shooting at you at once. Right. It's you just only have too like much a couple. So everything is very cloudy or dark. Okay. Throughout like the whole Scarcely thing. Scarcely populated environment. Right. But all the soldiers you fight have very realistic movements where you shoot them like in the head. It's not like immediately dead. It's like them trying to stand up oh, and then like go, okay. they go down. You can shoot their hats off. You shoot them the shoulder, their shoulder goes back and stuff like that. You have to shoot them multiple times Ooh. sometimes in the body to like so it's visceral. Visceral. You could throw a grenade at them and they try to hurry up to run at it to throw it back. I've seen them try to kick it back at me. They've kicked it at their own soldiers to like just get out of the way oh, and things Jesus. like that. So there's all these things happening on top of it. You're in France, all right? You you're up above ground, then you get to the catacombs. You're going through the catacombs of France, and you're fighting all these this Nazi is soldiers. Badass. This is like, and you're a female lead, yeah, shooting all these dudes and shit. And you're, the, this is a very real woman who does very real shit. This was, is a real James Bond. It was yeah. a lady. <laughs> there was a somebody's making a show about it, but there was a woman who was who became famous during World War II because she would. Uh, seduce nazi soldiers at bars those were i think netherlands is it Nether- i think the they're the netherlands women yeah but she would yeah she would take them out into the woods and be like let's go have sex and then as soon as she was out there she'd slit their throats and just leave them in the woods just dead yeah well, the and way- then go back and do it again the way uh helene describes it she was like i say goodbye to my family my friends everything and everything she did was just like next level insane yeah just like n- just 
I'm this like faking personalities nonstop to be a yeah. different person all the time. And you're just like, I don't care if I'm dead. I don't care what happens. If I get caught, they're like, we don't even know who the fuck you are. Dude. This was a time before any of that. They're like, yeah. you get caught by the Germans. We don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking independent crazy person. Yeah. Uh, World War II was filled with stories of insane espionage in the way that you think it only exists in spy novels and movies. They tried to blow up, I think, the White House and a bunch of other buildings in the United States with, like, a pen bomb yeah. and a bunch of other things that Hitler tried to, like, send over. Um, so this game goes through, and it gets to the point where, like, you go to Africa, and you're, like... You're in the northern... You're African, northern Africa, yeah. and then you're, like, showing everybody your papers. You're going through. You're going through, like... It reminds me of, like, maybe... I haven't seen, like... Like Casa, it's like an Indiana Jones movie for real. Like you're running across the air sh- field. There's like planes coming well, down, dude, bombing things. Have you're you trying- ever seen Casablanca? I've seen Casablanca. I meant like in terms of like it puts you in that mind space of like all the planes well, and yeah. everything and everything. Well, I was going to say up. because the French resistance is a main part of the movie Casablanca, where it's like no, we're hiding out from the Nazis. We're right. an anti-Nazi. Post I just didn't here. remember any actual action scenes. I don't think there are, so I don't... There's probably, like, one gunshot, that's why and they're I didn't like, want... this cost $100 million. That's why I said I didn't want to, like, compare them. <laughs> uh, but the, like, feeling of, like, oh, this is, like, an action movie. Yeah. And the music, the music in this game for this series is too fucking good. What kind of music is it? Like, walk... Are we talking, like, orchestral, it's, or... It's, like, they found one guy, mm-hmm. okay, one guy... And they're like, you know, like Saving Private Ryan. Like, that sort they of like. Him that kind of like, hey, you know Don't what? Like, it. Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, just me? Okay. I did it. Like, just fucking knocked it That's out a- of the park with just like the orchestra and the very American 94. So, like, trumpet very and like very heavy. low snare drums. You can like barely hear them. Okay, yeah. Like, things like that. So it's like a drum beat, but it's a song. You've got the World War II American uh, military band. So much so, to. this series launched his career. Uh, guess oh, which? Tell- this guy wrote the music for Up. And like every Holy other, mu- yeah, this guy became it in the movie Hold, okay. industry. The movie up soundtrack is stupid good. <laughs> Whether you remember it or not, you know the intro song. Yeah. What else did he make? Uh, I mean, I'll let me go find it. Really. Look it up because, like, also, and I've said this before. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready oh, for go this? For he it. did uh, Super Eight, Star Wars, Spider Man, Batman, uh, Doctor Strange. <laughs> He's done, like, he did Star Trek. He became J.J. Abrams' like go-to guy, Brad Bird. Oh, dude, the movies. Star Trek sound... I was I was re, uh, re-watching some of the Star Trek movies the other day, and those soundtracks are fantastic. Those scores are wonderful. Yeah, he, so he worked at UCLA, just got a job at Disney Interactive. It was like one of these things where it's just like, you can already see the story, mm-hmm. where he's like, I love music, I love this. Hey, I'll try to get a job here. Yeah. Maybe they'll like let me do some music stuff. And then you end up working with the DreamWorks part because DreamWorks made these games. Oh my so then God. you actually are making music for DreamWorks. Yeah. And then DreamWorks hears this and they're like, who made this? Because J.J. Abrams, whoever sits in a room and goes through composers yeah. and goes, who the hell is this guy? I want this in my fucking movie or my TV show. That's insane. This is insane. That's such a fucking trajectory. I, I just remember being like, wow, this music's like phenomenal and like not realizing when I listen to other games and shit mm-hmm. like music and games we have we have our favorites but overall music and games is just like probably not even a critique it's probably the least seeked out 
things in their head when they're chucking out money. Yeah, no, it's a, a lot of music and a lot of video games is like the beat. Just got to be a beat up here. It's not like yeah. make a hit. It's like just have that thing. You know, even you were making the joke. You walked in here and I was playing uh, this level in Final Fantasy twelve, and you started singing Star Wars. And I was like, yeah, this this score rips off Star Wars. It rips off other Final Fantasy games. It rips off. Oh Harry yeah, I Potter. brought uh, Debussy, uh, the Made with Flax yeah. and Hair. Yes. I was like, oh, I keep hearing that song in this. Yep. So like. It's not, and I'm not, it's not a knock against this no. score because this score is wonderful, but it's like there's so much to video game music at moments where you don't realize it. I had a music teacher in high school who once, he, he was talking, he like got frustrated in class and he was just like, you know, the way you hear music now, it's behind the television show, it's behind right. the movie, it's behind the game, it's behind the commercial, it's when you're in the car, it's on your phone, it's everywhere and you don't listen to it at any point in time right is like so to have music that stands out when you're taking in a different piece of media and you're like oh fuck this this accentuates this emotion this feeling this environment that's huge this came out in 2000 so compare it to like hits and whatever bullshit playstation action game final fantasy 10 right before it yeah yeah what final fantasy 10 came out in 2001 so I was saying that's the that's the time frame. Oh right, yeah. Sorry, I was like, I was like, wait, I was thinking about like all the other previous games. I was thinking about how most of the games I played on PlayStation is like nonsensical rock yes. music that I yes. like, just it just becomes sound, mm-hmm. and that's why I talk in terms of like, oh yeah, when I boot up Medal of Honor, I like get like goosebumps or I feel like I'm taking part in something. Right, and I'm. Continue talking about this game, but I also played Medal of Honor Allied Assault, mm-hmm. and that game had the most realistic D-Day level experience Dude. I've ever seen or had, like had in my life. It was like a very like holy shit moment for me. And even my dad at the time, who didn't care about video games, were like, "You got to watch this." Yeah, and he just was like, "Whoa, like this is intense." <laughs> D-Day is this thing. It's so interesting to me because. It's just like, yeah, it's a battle. It's a military battle. It happens all the time in a war. It's like the amount of things that had to go right for one side and wrong for the other side. It's such a mess. Like they had an entire inflatable fake army hundreds of miles north that they they were faking. Like they have satellite images. They've flown over it. They know that there's a quote unquote army here. They're going to prepare like way too far away for it. just playing chicken basically. The, the guy that I mentioned before, Garbo, was a failed businessman from, like, from somewhere in South America, went, like, immigrated to America, went to the CIA or whatever was existing then and was like, I can be a spy in Europe. And they are like, we don't fucking know who you are. Get out of here. So we went, fine. So he we went to Europe. He got, he got, like, he basically went to Germany, went, I'm going to be a spy for you. And they went, great. And then he came back to America and went, anyway, anyway, here's my shit. <laughs> and gave them... I'm confusing parts of the story, I'm sure, but they were like, yeah, okay, fine, go spy on them. He's the reason D-Day happened. Wow. Because there were generals in the German army going, that other army is a fake army. We don't believe that's a real army. We have information that this is the army. But Garbo, by that point, was Hitler had Hitler's ear, and he was like, that's a lie. It's the one to the north. That's the real invasion, and it's happening on this date later on. 
And they just got the beaches wrong or something like that? Like, I understand because every beach, uh, except for Normandy and I believe another one, were completely abandoned. They just walked scot-free onto the land. No tanks. The tanks were in different places throughout Europe. Right. They thought it was going to be a different date. Everything was prepared hundreds of miles north. When the D-Day invasion started happening, they were like, we have to move the panzer tanks. We have to get everything to this beach right now as soon as we can. Right. We have to get Hitler's sign-off. Hitler thought it was going to be two days later. He's in a drug-induced coma right now because he's being treated for some like medical condition. God. They can't wake him up. Yeah. We can't get a say-so. Really? Yeah, he was drugged. And he doesn't give it to anyone else at that point? Like, he doesn't... No, nah, I mean, I obviously, I know he's a fucking crazy-ass dictator, yeah. but I mean, like, he's not like, hey, you make sure we kill the Americans, and then goes to fucking drugs. Yeah. No, this is all, uh, like, all simplified, but Obviously. this is all shit that happened. Yeah, these there are like was, small parts yeah. of the huge ass story. That there was, World was War a II. failed would be spy who turned into the most important spy who became Hitler's right hand man and was lying to him daily and giving information to the UK and the US who convinced them that the war wasn't going to happen for two more days, 200 miles north or whatever. And that's how D-Day managed to happen. You hear that wannabe spies? Just start spying. Just start spying. Because you have information at that point. They yeah, want the just, information. Just be so good that they can't deny they just you. They can't deny you. <laughs> be like, I got all kinds of different mustaches and start showing them. Huh? Dude. Uh, I kind of speak Spanish. His name wasn't Garbo. They started calling him that because the best actress alive was Greta Garbo. And they're like, this guy is something else. This game is called World War II. I hardly knew her. JK, it was horrible. Um, <laughs> That's a, that is a few turns in that one. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this game is just going to be World War II trivia, and you get to uh, talk about it. You oh, get to Jesus. answer it. And honestly, I don't expect you to get any of this. I don't either. They're not really hard, hard. They're not. I don't make my quizzes shitty. Okay. Okay. I try to make them at least listenable where it's like he said a random thing and Jesse's clearly not going to fucking know. So why would they let's, even do this? I mean, I, you know, to each their own, but let's right. do it. Question one. <laughs> since it sounded too German, mm -hmm. what was the hamburger renamed to? Again, let's talk about that. Hamburger oh, Hamburg? sounds too German. It's like the most American thing I can think of. Hamburg was the town. So that's where it was. Okay. Wait. Hamburger. What was it renamed to in Germany? No, in America. They in America they rename the ham. This shit's been going on forever. Beef been, patty. No. What? Come on. I know you can do better than that. The what was the hamburger change? We still call them. Let hamburgers. me just tell you this. They're not creative, and they've been doing the same shit for years. Just the burger. What? Freedom steak. Fuck that. That's what I Fuck that so hard. I was just like, really? We haven't changed anything? We did freedom fries before? Ugh. I just That's how bad we made France to be out to looked at. It was like, hey, you don't want to come kill brown people in the Middle East with us? Freedom fries. Yeah, oh my god. And then uh the SNL joke about that, not to be outdone, they're renaming American cheese idiot cheese. It's <laughs> good. On record, how old was the youngest American soldier in World War II? 14. 12. Jesus. Now, 
12 is the age where you might not hit puberty. You may have hit puberty. Yeah. But still, I, I get that you're 14. Maybe you lived a rough life. Maybe mm-hmm. you smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. Maybe you did help build these fucking buildings around or whatever. And they're like, come on in or whatever. But 12 is like... So young. I hope it's that kid from the Little League World Series who has a mustache and he's 6'3", and they're like, he's 12. He's like, I don't know, he's 12. Fucking deal with it. He's fucking 12. They found out he was 12 after he was shot. Like, they just, like, figured out. Did he live? This is a boy. Yeah, he lived. Okay. I just, like, leading up to it, was he just, like, running around with a stick and a hoop or something? Yeah. And then, like, what are you doing? He's like, um... Training Think, for battle. Thinking about all the pussy I'm gonna have when we get to Amsterdam. <laughs> I'm gonna like, yeah, have sex with fuck yeah. <laughs> there is nothing more alien sounding than thinking about all the pussy I'm going to have sex with. <laughs> that is that is something a non-human person says. But even as another soldier, aren't you looking over at this kid like you ain't gonna fucking help me if some shit goes down? You're twelve. Yeah. No, I don't. There's there should be so many giveaways. I think. I think it goes into just like America's just like I don't we don't want to th- sure yeah like just like more people want to sign up cool dude at that point that was the only time in history that I can think of when a war was completely justified I think it was where like maybe if they're like yeah I know he's fourteen just don't make him go over until he's seventeen yeah <laughs> just you got you've already waited four years as a nation <laughs> kid would have signed up when he was eight uh, what cute thing did Hitler and Henry Ford have in common. Uh, middle name. They both had framed pictures of each other. What? Why? Henry Ford and Hitler. Oh. Oh. Sadly, that makes sense. It's, uh, looks like, <laughs> that's what's so funny about as like why, uh, World War II is so, uh, politicized and how proper, like, it was like our greatest moment as histor as histories and Americans or what have you. And it's like, yeah, we didn't join for a long time because we're making money off it. Also, yeah. we didn't really hate that much what they were doing. Yeah. So it's fucked up. Uh, Oof. Next, number four. I know it's all depressing, but what did Americans kill with their first bomb dropped in Berlin? What did they kill? Yep. Not who? Okay. What did they kill? Um, their first bomb. They dropped one bomb and they killed a thing. Uh, did they kill, like, Germany's food supply? <laughs> They killed their only elephant. <laughs> okay, that's not okay, but it's also not that's okay, the funniest thing in the world. Also, it's not fun. A elephant dying isn't funny. When humans around you are dead, an elephant dying is very funny. Is I that fair? It's funny to picture somebody running into Hitler's office and mm-hmm. going, Mein Führer. They bombed our only elephant. <laughs> With the and, big ears? And, yeah, and Hitler going, is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever bombed an elephant before. He's charred. Are they okay when that happens? <laughs> He's charred to a crisp. He has no legs. Answer the question. <laughs> I just love the idea of Hitler uh, not knowing if bombs kill elephants or not. Which was supposed to be the third city to experience a nuclear blast? The third city? Mm-hmm. Wait, is, are they going to drop a third one on Japan? Mm-hmm. Kyoto? Tokyo? 
Tokyo. 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 Okay. They were about to do Tokyo, and then Jesus they Christ. surrendered, and they are like, okay, never mind. Yeah, okay. Holy hell. Because I think they were only three hours apart. Like, think about yeah. all the technology we had in 2001, and it was like, this got hit. Okay, now we're learning that Pentagon got hit. Yeah. Okay, now we're learning that, like, a plane went down in Pennsylvania or something like that. And, like, when you don't have that kind of communication and the world's at war... And also... If there's a huge blast in a major city, it's going to knock out communication. Right. Even it's more. just it's just it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And you just see like light flash and three hours later, like from far away, you see another light flash. It's just like Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Horrifying. Which country began rationing food first? Um the US. Germany. Ah. Uh. That Germany, makes sense. I just thought the U.S. Germany was using it as a way to make money. Started rationing food before they went to war with anyone. Yeah, they knew. They knew what they were planning. That is so fucked. Yeah, they had no resources. Obviously, they were so evil, and they had their reasoning. They, not the reason. I mean, in terms of like, they were so fucking evil. But on top of it, it's why they were so ruthless and killed and took everything. Yeah, it's because they're like we're out of everything because yeah. we've really alienated ourselves from the rest of the world. Essentially, the World War One happened, and everybody was like, "You guys are going to pay us back trillions of dollars right. immediately." And they're like, "Well, now we're a poor nation." And I'm kind of like, "Yeah, that sucks." But also, you did start a horrible War thing. Yeah, it's really funny when they did the Olympics. They owed everybody money, but it was like it's like. It's like your friend owed you money and they bought a Mustang. You're like, the fuck is this? Yeah. And they're like, you're not going to make fun of me in front of the party, are you? It's yeah. a party. And you're like, you son you of a son bitch. son of a bitch. You no took, one likes you. You took my fucking cash. I'm not going to punch you at this party, but fuck do I hate you. Why did the U.S. military go with Parsons jackets? You know, those cool jackets that they all wear. Uh, who who made money off of it, Keith? Who was the person who made a ton of money? Who sold those jackets? Nothing. They just did it because they said it looked cool. For real? That's the only time the government where I'm like, damn straight. They're yeah. like, they went to windbreakers and they're like, do that. It's cheap. It's interesting. Yeah. They like it. Why not? That's right. why like nowadays, like people are like, I like that cool look, that jacket. It's like they did it on purpose because they thought it looked cool. Yeah. You know what? If you're going to be in the, tr- in the fucking mud and whatever for a year or two. Right. Fucking feel good about how you look. <laughs> I was like so taken back by that. So this one, this is a question specifically from what I was reading because it cracked me up. When reading 100 facts, describe it in detail and in timely order mm-hmm. when they happened. When did America finally enter the list? The list? Yeah. What number was oh, it? Like from one now, to 100? now we'll bring up America. 64. 71. Jesus, I was close. So I'll like, take it. In my head, I'm like, boy, we're getting to the end of these facts. Okay, America now joins. I was like, that is goddamn. It's because the- I just read horrifying fact after horrifying yep. fact after horrifying fact, like all this shit. Look and at finally. Look at all these pictures. Because like, I'm not. Like, I seek out, I want to see dead bodies no. or whatever. But when somebody goes, Berlin or London was bombed, you just go, okay, mm-hmm. I don't think of anything. Like, my brain goes fucking blank. It's like a word yeah. and then bombed. It's too much to imagine. I do, like, a cartoon version of, like, maybe, like, a building on fire mm-hmm. and, like, maybe it's red in the sky, but nothing bad. Yeah. I don't see any dead people. So, like, when you come across a picture of just, like, no, Germany bombed Bodies. the fuck out of London forever, and here's all the people that, like, yeah. like British people in their, like, nice clothes, like, out sprawled, like, because yeah. their whole fucking house 
got blown up and all people in France had to like send their children away during World War II and like all of France dealing with all this shit. And then all this time, America's making all this money, mm-hmm. doing all this shit. Selling all these munitions. Kind of being like, hey, these Nazis ain't so bad with some of them. Yeah, America has a long track record of putting up with Nazis for way too long. Yeah, and it's just funny to finally get to 71. This Eddie Ezra dude said that we were the uh, the third act so the cavalry could show up and they're like, oh, here's America finally. <laughs> uh, question nine. Mm-hmm. How many Japanese soldiers died from malnutrition? F- from malnutrition? Mm-hmm. Uh... 80,000. 60% of the Japanese army died from malnutrition. Holy shit. So we heard, people, if you haven't heard enough about World War II, we, we only make the European assault sexy. That's yeah. the only part of World War II. I mean, even fucking think about it. The Western Front. Saving Private Ryan, yep. right? Uh, Band of Brothers, great. I never hear people say shit about like Hiroshima or Hiroshima Hiroshima or uh, the other Tom Hanks series. That's like Band of Brothers, but it takes place in yeah. the Philippines. I forget what the name of that one was. I watched it. Yeah. Think the Pacific. That sounds right. is what it was named, and it was great. Uh, uh, Rami Malek is in it. It was like the first time I ever saw him in okay. anything, and he plays just a soldier who's just like. I've lost my fucking mind. Yeah. And he just looks at you with dead eyes like the whole show or whatever. He does his Rami Malek. Thing. And it's them just being like, just, it's a fucking mental stress test. Mm-hmm. It's not like, like in, 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 in Band of Brothers, it's a real story about this. Like, oh, we banded together. These are, this is my fucking family. And these guys are literally like, can I eat your monkey? Yeah. The South Pacific was just a shit show. Can I? They were just like, you go stay on this island forever, and you outlast the other people who are on this island. One of my grandfathers fought uh, in Europe, and the other fought in the South Pacific. Fucking horrifying. Yeah. Literally, they're hearing stories about American soldiers like banging women in the Netherlands and like saving all these countries, and they're getting (laughs) rewarded, high fives or whatever. They're like giving these dudes breaks to go, hey, you're working too hard. Go to Paris. Take a break. Yeah. Like, go have some fun. Go get some leisure time. Meanwhile, you're fucking you are napalming e- caves. You are eating lizards yep. and eating monkeys yeah. and taking showers from the rain. Like when it rains, people run outside and yeah. like so happy to have fresh water for the first time. Jesus God. So when we talk about World War II, we're like, oh man, Americans this, that, like this, Europe. I'm like, man, there's so much that we just don't talk about, about or bring up because it's like that's it's, fucking it feels horrible. like a separate war because it's like you have the allied and the axis powers in europe and then it's just japan and america I on want... the other side of the world question 10 mm-hmm. how many soldiers died on the eastern front on the eastern front eastern uh, front this was the part so wait, this is this is germany versus russia yeah oh um 27 million. So close. 30 million. Oh, so that's at first. the whole population of Texas. Mm-hmm. Then throw in both the South Dakotas. Both and, the South Dakotas. And then I think Wyoming. <laughs> and then I think. We don't even call North Dakota North Dakota. We call it a South Dakota. I mean, after South Dakota witnessed, I mean, South Dakota's going through a thing where they like voted for weed and they're not getting weed anymore. Yeah. So there's people being like, do we have to move to North Dakota? What a sad And I'm like, question. what a depressing fucking statement. Like, you know what? Both of you just become Dakota, yeah. and we'll make D.C. a state, we'll make Puerto Rico a state. Yeah. Like, if you want to make it 50 clean, whatever. I love the idea of living in South Dakota, and it gets bad, so you go, should we move to North Dakota? Like, 
that's like you're living in LA and it's getting bad and you're like, oh God, we got to move somewhere. How about the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> no, just go to Nevada, go to fucking Washington. I don't know. This has been World War II. I hardly knew her. I'm JK. It was horrible. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. So when you're, when you're playing this game, right? Are there set pieces that are like specific historical moments? Yeah, that's definite. Um, for at least for World War II, everything's going to be based on what was going on, yeah. and they're going to do stories or whatever. But Allied Assault and all the other games, it's like, this is an actual battle. This is actually what happened. Here, we're going to make it seem like you have your buddies and stuff like that. Yeah. In Allied Assault, when you put your curse over certain characters, it would say, like, private whatever. And so when you play Call of Duty in those games, it would do the same thing. Okay. So it's like, when you're playing this game, you actually, like, see the names over the players or over the... Yeah, NPCs that you're playing with and in Call of Duty as well it's like you go through training it's like hey Henderson how's it going I just got here right, and it's like really it well. personalized you're looking at like propaganda mm-hmm. pictures of like part of the one of the Americans and all that sort of shit and then um, for like Medal of Honor this game went on for a long time had a bunch of different games yeah. it was very popular it was like the EA Mammoth now it's still they came out with a, a VR game uh recently man anytime somebody comes out with a vr game now i'm just like yeah you are 10 years too soon yeah i think alex was probably going to be the only massively popular game that's like what i've heard of people like alex is it like is the most fun shooter they've played but i think yeah it's like i don't think steam was capable of doing something like that apparently steam's making video games again yeah but i don't know what i don't did you see about all their stuff no basically they were supposed to make like left for dead three Okay. Half-Life 3, like all these yeah, games, huge, and then just were like, never mind. Huge catalog of not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what set pieces stand out? Like, are there, are there specific levels that you remember? It's, I play this game with my brother, and it all really stands out um, because he's like the shitty part about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you beat it, there's no, like, feeling of I beat it. It's kind of like... Um, it is 007. It is Goldeneye, right? Goldeneye has like parts of the levels and you're supposed to go through it in the singular line to hear the story or whatever. But really it's about like the completion rate and playing this part and playing that part. Like you would always fight tanks. You have to find different ways to like fight off the tanks and Mm -hmm. like everything like that. And I remember... I just remember mostly playing this game with other friends and just laughing about how much we could get the other team to kill each other <laughs> because I mean, the, the guns described war the guns fall and they like shoot sometimes yeah. they could like when they're shooting at you they keep shooting and they shoot their friends there's or whatever fire so there's like all this sort of stuff and it's like different ways to approach it because you have to like pretend you have a disguise pretend you're an archaeologist so you can get through the game yep. and things like that um but i remember the african level very much. I was in Egypt, and then I remember uh, just mostly like the catacombs really stuck with me to really just go from like, oh, I'm like kind of a French resistant member. The controllers are kind of clunky. They're really not that great, but yeah. you like don't care because right. again, the atmosphere. You're exploring, you're exploring, like, feeling and, this whole different world. And at the time was just like special because uh, the one when it takes place in Egypt, you start in a hotel room. Okay, and you're like escaping the hotel, shooting people. These guys have their uh, their fezes on, yeah. and stuff, and they're chasing you, and you're like going through all these different like buildings, and, and you have to go to this uh, this airfield and all this sort of stuff, and then eventually you just go to the middle of like 
Germany, I think, and then, like, in the middle of all these random battlefields, and you're going through, like, the back lines. You're going through battlefields, but you're, like, behind it, basically. That's fucking cool. So it's, like, all these sorts of, like, oh, they made the James Bond-esque game without making it, like, full-on World War II, because I think it's, like, the only game... I know in Call of Duty, the first one, because these were games... This was before health changed... So this is like when games would somebody have to drop a health pack. Yes. So if you, you don't couldn't pick, just hide behind a corner no, and recover. You like it sucked. Like so you could like get to a part of the level that you're like, oh man, it's taking me so long to get here. I'm only at ten health left. Yeah. I'm going to, to die. die. Like yep. it's like this is bullshit. Like the old how do Nintendo I continue forward. Thing. Uh so Call of Duty had like you do battlefields or whatever, and you're like going through with all your friends. And then they had a couple where it's like, go blow up this dam. Yeah. So they also jumped into that. But now it's just full on like make it cinematic, make yeah. it like as much as movie like as possible. Yeah. Not like not like in the terms of movie magic. I mean just like all right, you're Cap- witnessing. Captain Price is going to like elbow the person in the face, and that guy's going to come out. He's going to knife yeah. him. He's going to do a cool move. It's linear. You don't have any control over right. it, really. And instead of feeling like, oh, now I'm a spy now. Okay, now I'm actually going through the battlefield. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going through like the catacombs. This is like, all right, they blew people up in Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, go, go shoot, go shoot people. Go, go have have fun. Go we're make, wild. We're making it up as we go, or whatever. That's fucking. Nuts. Uh, there's a nuclear bomb here now. Now they're gonna nuke this place. Now they're gonna nuke here. You better get to them fast. Jeez. Go get Nikolai. I know that's always a Russian name they use. Go get Nikolai. <laughs> Vlad, Vladimir. Vlad. Uh, Alex, Alexei. I'm not a good person, but I'm not that evil. It's like every... <laughs> They're not good guys, but we're on their side. Things like that. Uh, but yeah, this, this is the Medal of Honor series, and uh, I highly enjoy it. So I highly recommend people go check it out. Yeah, man. Are there any characters in this game? Like, no, play, there's none. None. Yeah, <laughs> was like, it's like this is why it's like there's certain 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 games you can talk about in detail and detail and detail, and this one's like, all right, now you go to this battlefield and shoot. And this is not me trying to knock the game. Yeah, right. This is just me being like. There's also a, like a game that is 20 years old at this point. Yeah, where if you think about console gaming, we're about like this game takes takes place midway through where we are now in history right you're just as far from now as you are from like holy shit we're working on the atari right in the so, 90s it was the 70s yeah yeah so we're here now at the midpoint in gaming in 2000 and it's just like cinematics and characters anything above point and click is like this is pretty cool yeah it, <laughs> it's also when uh i think pc gaming really took off yeah is because a lot of big pc games came around this time so for you to go for medal of honor on a console which was like very blocky mm-hmm. like you sometimes automatically always shot them in the head because it was just too hard to aim right. it was like a thing where you either just shoot straight down and totally miss them or shoot them perfectly in the head it's like no middle ground so there's no middle ground so you have to like figure it out and like futz with it so when you jump into like a pc game like you play counter-strike or you play the new Call of Duty that comes out, you're like, this game is terrible. Yeah. But you just really like realize you're like, oh, this is a horrible shooter. Yeah. But I still played uh the Medal of Honor, uh, I think Pearl Harbor was the game, or that might have even been just called Pacific Two or something like that, where like you go to Pearl Harbor and you fight 
you fight all the Japanese off, you yeah. actually go through it, and having that experience, and even playing of any of those games, playing the Japanese versions of World War II games are too real. Yeah. It's too, it's what, it's something so funny because the Nazis look so evil. Yeah. They look so evil. They're wearing all black. They kill Jews. Committing genocide. They're genocide. It's like, there's, you don't question it once. No. Right? Well, because it's been talked about. We have covered so often how vile and evil and horrible Nazi Germany was. Right. And Japan, when you play these games, I'm playing these games. I really don't know why I'm fighting Japan other than they bombed Pearl Harbor. Right. Like, I really don't know anything Even, about their people, what their history is. Yeah. I know now. I'm saying as a, at the time, I'm like, I'm just killing people. But what were you going to say? Sorry. No, no. I was... It's it's just interesting to think about this because what gets lost in first-person shooter games about war are the atrocities. It right. gets lost on you that, like, this is something that happens regularly. Japan did horrible things during World War II. Germany did horrible things during World War II. And we talk about them because it's the only time where it's like a clear delineation of like good versus evil. America did horrible things during the Vietnam War. You know what I mean? Like every war your country's in, you're going to be like, these are atrocities. And it takes you out of it as, or I should say it takes me out of it as a first person player in these games just like point and click and shoot, which is why that level no Russian in modern warfare is just such a shock. Is so thing. shocking it's because it's like so preposterous. It's so over the top, but it's also like, yeah, atrocities. That's what happens in war, and it's horrible and horrifying. So to play a game like this, I would think I agree. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. To me, I'm like. You could have picked a mall. You picked a fucking airport. Yeah. Like, it's like you knew what you were fucking doing. Like, you know oh, yeah. what you're doing, and it's also a made-up event. That's a it's thing. It's made up, and at the airport, it's not a thing that actually happened. Right. That's different. That's why I'm like, fuck you when it comes it's, to that. It's hard, because I'm sure there are people who would argue that it's worse to do the event if it's real. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get... I don't know. I'm not I'm not picking a horse I'm in saying, this race. I'm saying, I think if that's the point where I was like, well, then you can't show movies... Don't show, don't, yeah. you can't make money off of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. You can't make money off of like any of that shit. That's true. So it's like, so if you're killing ger- Nazis or whatever, like, hey, that's unfair. That's my great grandpa. Great grandpa shouldn't have fucking been a Nazi. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's everything I, I want to say about this is really, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to boil it down to a thesis statement right. here. War is horrible. Governments and armies commit horrible atrocities. Right. And everything is messy as fuck. Right. And the issue that you're going to run into, I think, is that down the road, when you try to romanticize it through media, right. you're not going to you're not going to have a nuanced look at it. And that's right. a criticism you can use on movies, television, books, video games, anything. Because it's more, just hard. More than Americans, we are capitalists. Yeah. <laughs> so if if making a video game or only Americans die in it, but it's sold like fucking hotcakes. Guess We'd what they it. would do? We'd make it. <laughs> fucking make that video that's game. True. And if you're like, that's preposterous, they haven't given you healthcare yet. Why the fuck wouldn't they do this? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get this final five. Okay, final five. Uh, Jesse came with final five. These are all top five. So, all right, let's hear these top five. Top five instruments. Top five instruments. Uh, 
piano, uh-huh. cello. These are all the same instruments so far. So far, uh, actually, one of them is technically a percussion instrument. Fine. Piano, cello. Uh, say guitar and violin, and let's move on. No, I'm not throwing <laughs> guitar in there. Too I'm, biased. I'm gonna say trumpet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw a hard harp. curve in here. I'm harp? gonna say harp. I'm gonna say marimba. Way off. Way off. <laughs> and uh, what's what's an instrument that's it's just fucking dope and nobody... You're not going to put the drums. No drums, eh? Because um, you said technically the percussion, but I'm Marimba and piano are technically percussive. <laughs> I, I almost said timpani drums. Uh, what's a... What's a uh, I'm going to fucking... Mm, fucking... This is hard. I'm struggling on this last one. Uh, I'm gonna say stand-up bass. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's it. That's all I got for you. Oh, man, that person with cymbals is very upset right now. Well, yeah, and very so upset. are we, because that guy got into the band by just playing cymbals. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Top five marine life. <laughs> like, just aquatic things? Just things are in the water, and you're like, yeah, that fucking water thing's dope. Okay, blue whale. Fucking hat. Fat, fucking So how. cool. So, so cool. cool. Fucking blue whales are dope. Uh, giant squid. Fucking, I don't even so get cool. it. D- so fucking fucking dinner cool. Dinner plate eyes. Sure. Um, let's go seals. So fast. Why not? Yeah, so, so cool. fast. Water so dogs. Cool. Digging them. Otters. Adorable. 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 Um... And then you know what? Lobster. Way to, Lobster. Way to punch above your weight class. <laughs> you're a fucking cockroach from the sea, and yet you're the most popular Tasty, rich food ever. Okay. Way to go. Way to go. Good job. Top five land animals. Land animals. Mm. Uh, elephants. Right. Uh, kinds. Powerful, Elephant. but choose not to lose I it. Fucking love Can withstand I being love bombed. Elephants. Great elephant. Great, Great elephants. elephants. Um, Suck as political figures. Amazing animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, How dare they take that fucking animal? They'd shoot an elephant. Like, they shoot an elephant if they I fucking know. could. Um, let's go cheetah, just because fast. Very fast. Just because fast. Have you seen the one of the cheetah fa- chasing down the wild boar and getting too ahead of it, and then the wild boar now chasing the cheetah? No, but that's hilarious. Because <laughs> they're not... They're not matched. No, they're like very... They're very fast, and they are strong animals, but they need to kind of race and go in packs because they're not that strong uh i'm gonna throw domestic dogs in there yeah come on fucking dogs dogs bro. are great fucking dogs domesticated dogs great um i'm gonna i'm gonna go capybara, capybara. largest largest rodent in the world is it Hila- yes yeah right. hilarious thing just looks capybara has no place anywhere in life i don't know how they're still alive we keep them alive right i assume like how are they just not eaten are they know. only where did where are they from i think they're south american Okay, that might make sense. Uh, so I don't know. And then um, let's let's throw some different in there. Let's go. Let's go. Black bears. Black bears. Black bears. Black bears are pretty dope. They're uh, they're bears. They can't really kill you. I mean, yep. they could, but really, you just smack them. The, yeah, they're normally pretty okay. afraid of people. Black bears, not to be confused with grizzly bears, which will break your ribs to see if you're alive. I the video was with some woman in New Jersey, and she was like 56 or something, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hi, hi, get the hell out of here to a black bear," and it yeah. like ran away, and I was like, "That is so funny." There's a video you showed me of a dude who's like in a tree hunting, and the black bear climbs up to his little perch, and the guy turns around and goes, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> And, and the he black like bear slowly. stops, and he goes, get out of here. And he just yeah, slowly climbs down. 
Oh, so good. Top five sport logos. Sport logos. You have the best logos. Uh, I like the Rams logo. Rams is a good logo. That's always been a good one. Um, good logo. God damn. I, I, I like the Penguins logo because they went for it. They picked a non-intimidating name and they just <laughs> fucking went for it. Yeah. Um, San Diego Chargers. I don't know where they're if they're the Vegas Chargers now. I always thought the you Lightning like their bolts. logo. Yeah, I thought the Lightning I Bolt think helmet too was close to the uh, to the Rams. Yeah, I dude, I like, like them both. Kind of the same. I also like the color scheme of them. I'm big yeah. on like yellow blue for some reason. I think that's dope. Right. Uh, one my ad three. Oh, for how dumb it is. Yeah. The Syracuse Orangeman, which is just, <laughs> it's so bad. It's pretty bad. It's so dumb. It's pretty bad. What am I? What what should I? Th- what's an NBA one? Um, I mean, you got to go classic Bulls. That's such a classic. It's so good. That's yeah. Chicago's got some pretty pretty great logos. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, they do. The Cubs and top five shitty commercials. These could be also like um, you know. Oh, cars for kids. Or not even commercials. They could be uh, whatever those shitty products or whatever those shitty product commercials, like infomercials. Yeah, that we had when we were younger. Like head on, apply directly to the forehead. No, I'm thinking more of like commemorative quarters are now in, and like things <laughs> like that. Oh, so it's like sell, uh, sell your gold. Yeah, and there was like Snuggy and shit, and the chopper. Oh. Like I'm saying, you, you don't have to. I'm saying like everything okay. is involved uh, if you want it to be. Shamwow, God, far and away. That dude's in prison. Is that that dude's in prison? Yeah, that guy with or the, at least the, with, he the was. with the ear thing. Yep, with the the, the skinny blonde dude with the with the boy Math, band. Meth, drugs. Know. I don't know. Drugs. Him and OxyClean both that are top two. Well, that dude. That dude died. That dude's no. Yes, that dude's I think dead. He's dead. I was thinking about the guy who uh, it was the 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 black stuff or whatever. Oh yeah, that the you like put on the bottom flex of seal. the boat. Flex seal. Yeah, put on the bottom. Yeah, let's of the boat. put flex seal on there too. That's three. Snug. How Snuggy's definitely even if you don't include Snuggy the. Fuck, the commercials are just weirder than the product. The commercials yeah. are so weird. But I'm gonna say, uh, for obvious reasons, my pillow is the worst one. Yeah, and then uh, whatever fucking pill Sebastian Gorka does, where he's in his suit looking like non charismatic Gillette. We had I haven't watched Fox for like years. Like actually watched Fox. So like during the election, I was watching Fox, and yeah, watching their commercials. Was the most bizarre. Watching just commercials now is bizarre. Yeah. Because it's all geared towards old people. This is definitely only geared to one type of old person. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't even know who most of these fucking white dudes are who are talking. It's so specific at this point that you just want them to look in the camera and go, hey, Ted. Right. Like, it's got to be just one guy. Ugh, disgusting. Final five, Keith. Nice. Very nice. So, yeah, I mean, this game. I get it. It sounds Medal of Honor dope. series is great. This is just like one step of it. And again, this is like two. So this is like, again, what's really cool is the credits. They actually talk to Elaine. They talk to her about her life and what oh, it was sweet. like. She uh, lived until she was 85. She died in New York City. Um, she married an American soldier. Uh, but yeah, she like didn't talk about it for like years and they went into it. And it's just kind of like. This is one of those stories where you realize, that, like, when you get older and you don't realize what every person who's old and who they are yeah. and how helpful to the world that they've been or how many people's lives that they've saved yeah. or whatever, they're just another asshole on the subway taking up your space. Right. That's who they are. It's Man. so crazy to think about all these people like this. You're like, oh, this is a person that should be running the country or somebody yeah. who, like, you'd wish 
would be in charge you wish of something. Had, a, had more of a say. But instead, she was lucky she didn't get thrown away to the side. Yeah. Kind of. Jesus <laughs> like, God. What a badass. Badass. What an absolute badass. That's all I got. All right, guys. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at New Player Pod. Remember to rate us, review us five stars wherever you listen to this podcast. And of course, download the stereo app on your phone and listen to us do our live shows Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 1230 Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I'm New Player Jesse. Keith is Keith Kingbay. Follow us both. Listen to us. Call in. Interact with us. It helps the show out a ton when you do that. So please do that. Thank you. Yes. And thank you to all the people who have. And uh, yeah, keep listening and keep calling in. Keep interacting with us. It's awesome. It's a fun way to build a community. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Keith, Jesse, this is New Players Join. Goodbye. Goodbye. World War II, I hardly knew her. JK, it was horrible. Um... <laughs>